podcast is presented as entertainment, not flight instruction. Though some participants are certified flight instructors, their comments, opinions, and discussions of flying techniques are theirs alone. None of the co-hosts or guests on this podcast are acting as your flight instructor. Please consult your own CFI for guidance on your specific flight training, aeronautical knowledge, and aircraft operation. is the Stuck Mike Avcast, an aviation podcast about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly. Episode 201, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, 2019 in Plant City, Florida, coming up next in this episode of the Stuck Mike Avcast. Now here are your co-hosts, Victoria Newville, Eric Crump, Larry Overstreet, Russ Rosleski, Tom Frick, Rick Felty, and Carl Valeri. Well, everyone, welcome to a special edition of the Stuck Mike Avcast. Today we are live from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles at Plant City, Florida. It's an awesome event. It introduces young people to all aspects of aviation. Visitors get some real and remote control airplanes. They can look at model trains, CSX, classic cars, all on display, plus some flight demonstrations. The local scouts were available actually to give merit badges out in both aviation and and railroading. As you remember, Plant City is named after Henry Plant, the famous railroad tycoon. Additionally, there were Young Eagles flights conducted throughout the whole day. I think they did over 150 Young Eagles flights. And what was really cool, too, is right next door was the Batman helicopter. They showed up and gave a few rides also. It's a great event and a great event for Polk State College. Uh, The students from the flight team showed up with the 172 and gave away wings to all the young future aviators. Of course, I'm the coach of the flight team there, and we really enjoyed this event and volunteering there. Well, I hope you enjoy the interviews from the show as much as we enjoyed visiting with our guests. Before we start, just a real quick shout-out to our sponsors, AviationCareersPodcast.com, scholarships, career coaching, and interview prep. You can check it out at AviationCareersPodcast.com. Oh, and don't forget, take a picture of yourself doing something really cool in aviation, hashtag selfie and post it to your social media. We'd love to share it also on our Facebook page. Well, let's get outside and go enjoy the show here at Planes, Trains, and Automobiles 2019 in Plant City, Florida. Well, folks, it's Carl Valera with the Stuck Mike Avcast and Son of Fun Radio reporting here live from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles 2019. I'm here speaking to Leah. Leah's a, a student actually at the uh, uh, I think it's, uh, wh- where are you a student again? Uh, Central Florida Aerospace Academy. Central Florida Aerospace Academy also is representing Lakeland Aero Club. Lakeland Aero Club is a club that does many things with youth as far as building aircraft, learning how to fly the aircraft, etc. Uh, tell us a little bit about where the actual Aero Club is located. So the Aero Club is located off of uh, Lakeland Leonard Airport and what we do is we're a flying club and we have mostly mechanics and pilots so right now what I'm doing in school is I'm getting my AMP and after school what I do is I apply what I'm learning in my AMP to what I'm doing in Aero Club and right now I'm building a, a glider you're building a glider. Yeah. That's totally cool. Now, you, you sound a little bit younger for our audience uh, as far as your a- AMP. What year can you start training for that? Uh, you can start training your freshman year. Okay. So you can be as young as 14, 15. Wow, really? 
So tell us a little bit about, you have a, uh, we're standing in front of a, a Super Cub, for those of us that are listening right now on the radio. Do you get to actually fly this thing? Oh, uh, yeah, we do. <laughs> so what's the advantage of being in the Lakeland Aero Club as far as, as you're concerned, and uh, what are you learning? Well, for flying our Cubs, we don't, that's the thing, you, uh, you have to, we don't really have to, you know, pay for rent and all of that, oh, so cool. it's uh, free, all you got to pay for is gas, and yeah. There's a great opportunity for those folks that are in high school. There's Central Florida Aerospace Academy. And uh, you got, you know, what's really neat, and the neat thing about the Lakeland Aero Club is all you folks, you know, hats off to you. You have to take the time out of your own free time, right? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And you get to go out there, fly the planes, you learn how to wrench on them, et cetera. There is somebody, though, that's actually helping you out, that supervises you, and, and that's Mike. Who is that again? Uh, yeah, Mike Z. Mike Z. Can't say enough about Mike. He's, he's been a, a great inspiration for the folks that are over there. You can't miss it either. It's like this really big building. Uh, right now you have, you said you're working on a glider. I know you have, I think there's an RV in there. Is that correct? Yeah, there's an RV. We have three Taylor Crafts. We're also refurbishing, and... Um, yeah, that's what we're doing. Cool, cool. And now, how about you? I mean, where do you, do you know yet what you might want to do with your career? Uh, yeah, right now I'm gonna I'm finishing up my ground school right now, and then I'm gonna yeah. That's just, it. Just and 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 decide later. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm I'm, I'm working towards my pilot's license too, but yeah, I'm not sure yet. I okay. think it's definitely private pilots where I'm gonna start. Cool. And this is all part of that whole Aerospace Center for Excellence. I know you're here representing the Lakeland Aero Club. We have the booth here. And you guys will be out here all day long. I really appreciate what you guys do. Is there like a, if someone was interested in this and they're listening, is there any kind of like a website they can take a look at? Oh, yeah. You can look at our website, uh, centralfloridaerospace.com, or uh, Sun and Fun's website. That will link you right to Cent- Central Florida Aerospace Academy. So flysnf.org is a great place to check it out. Aliyah, I, I can't wait to see what you do with your career, and I can't wait to see you out there flying the gliders and also flying this Super Cup. It's really cool. If you get a chance, stop by. There's someone that will probably take you for a tour. Well, thanks so much for, for speaking to us. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, this is Carl Valeri reporting right here at Planes, Trains, and Automobiles 2019 with Sun and Fun Radio. Well, folks, this is Carl Valeri with the Stuck Mike Avcast reporting here live at Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. We are reporting for Sun and Fun Radio, and I'm actually at my favorite booth. Why is that? Because I'm sitting in front of a 172 with Casey Kalita. Casey is actually the captain of the flight team at Polk State College, of which I am also the captain. Hey, welcome, Casey. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> this is terrific that you guys have flown out here today and the fact that uh, you are making a showing both for Polk State College and also for the flight team. One of the things that I think is terrific is the fact that people don't realize that there is such a thing as a flight team and the fact that you're actually, fu- uh, you know, we're here inspiring youth in aviation, so I do appreciate that. Can uh, Just for the event today, I was just wondering now, can these uh I see a lot of young people. Can they actually come over and take a look inside the airplane? Yeah, it's awesome. We're letting the kids sit down in the airplane, get their picture taken. They're able to put on the headset and really get the full experience. Cool. So if you see the airplane, you see us at any of the air shows, it's easy to find us. We have the Polk State Flight Team shirts on with all the different sponsors in the, in the back. We do a shout-out to those sponsors. It's been, been terrific what they've done for us and allowing us to actually fly in these events. Let's talk a little bit about the flight team thing because I think a lot of folks don't realize that there is such a thing. It's NIFA event is what we actually compete in. That's a National Intercollegiate Flight Association. Tell us a little bit about what we compete in as far as the events because it's not just about flying, is it? 
No, uh, the biggest part of it is all about safety, so it's making us safer pilots. We also have ground events and flight events, so we do short field landings, power off 180s, uh, navigation. Uh, we also have a ground trainer, uh, E6B compact using those ones, scan, um, which is a giant navigation test. We also have couple other ones out there yeah and, and alternate events I know there's there's some others that are in there but those are the main ones that we compete in now when we compete in those events uh, it's it's not just showing up I mean it's a lot of work isn't it it's a lot of work this year we're starting to practice early that way we can get ahead and hopefully go to nationals Speaking about this year, we forgot to mention, where's the regionals for Region 9 this year? So, we are really excited that it'll be with Sun and Fun, and we'll be at Lakeland this year. Awesome. Lakeland, Linda, first week in November. We're going to have our aircraft there. Also, uh, if people want to, they can actually come watch some of the competition. I think the most fun and the best thing to watch sometimes is that whole message drop, isn't it? Oh, message drop is awesome. You just do a low approach, 300 feet over the air, get to drop it over a tarp. It's awesome. <laughs> so I think you mentioned something. It's uh, the SafeCon, which is Safety and Flight Evaluation Conference. This is all about safety. So we kind of go overboard a little bit in the safety aspect. We have many different wing walkers out there. Everything's all about safety. We just do the short fields, we do precision approaches, that type of thing. But it's if if anything is ever in doubt, we always lean towards safety. That's something I think we all learn about. Yeah, safety is the most important thing. So Casey, as far as your flying is concerned, um, what ratings do you have and what are you looking to do in your career? Um, so I have my instrument rating. I'm about halfway through with my commercial and I'm hoping in the next year and a half to be able to go to an airline regional. So if people are listening right now that are wanting to get their licenses and say they're just want to do it as a hobby, the great thing about having the instrument rating is on days like today, you actually got to fly over from Lakeland here to Plant City. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been able to fly here, would you? No, it's usually just a quick five-minute flight from Lakeland to Plant City, but today we got to do cool detours, go through the clouds, and it was really fun, and I'm really glad we were able to come with uh, having an instrument rating. So with the instrument rating, you can fly in the clouds. With the commercial rating, you can fly and be and actually work for a living, right? Yeah. Also, the next thing you might want to do is become a flight instructor, right? Yeah, I'm hoping to have my flight instructor by August or September and go from there to build up my hours. <laughs> awesome. Polk State College, is one of the advantages of coming here is that we are we're rated the, or ranked the second uh, least expensive program out there as far as a degree is concerned. Also, uh, getting all your ratings, it's a lot less expensive than a lot of other schools. I think a lot of people are starting to realize, yeah, we have that bachelor's here in aerospace. Also have it in dispatch. That's a new one too. And people that want to become mechanics. Why did you eventually choose Polk State College? I chose Polk State for the affordability, and once I got to Polk State, I realized just how homey it was and how supportive everyone was with helping you achieve your goals, which ultimately is getting you in and out of the program with the least expenses and push you towards your career. Awesome. Well, we appreciate what you're doing here. I see there's a lot of kids wanting to get in the cockpit, so I'm not going to keep you much longer. Casey Kalita, the captain of Polk State Flight Team, we can't wait to see you guys out there competing. You'll have the plane here all day, and if you get a chance, stop by the college on the south side of the field. Thanks so much, Casey. Thanks for having me. Stop by. This is Carl Valera reporting for Sun and Fun Radio right here, Plant City, at Planes, Trains, and Automobiles 2019. 
Well, folks, this is Carl Valeri with uh, Sun and Fun Radio. I'm reporting live at Plant City, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I'm here with Daniel Slappo, Daniel Slappo with Tampa Bay Aviation, Asso or Aviation Association. Association. Welcome, Daniel. Thank you, Carl. Appreciate you coming out and uh, talking to us. Yeah, one of the things I, I see you walking around with the uh, with a uh, shirt on, a hat on that says Plant City. Plant City is uh, the airport we're at right here. It's PCM, but you're also very involved in many different things in the aviation community. We are hats off to you is what I want to say, first of all. Well, thank you very much. Uh, volunteers and being part of the community is a big event for everybody, and, and I enjoy it as well. Awesome. First of all, t uh, Plant City Airport has having some changes. There's going to be a new FBO coming in March 1st. Exciting stuff. They're going to have a flight school. Uh, they're hopefully going to have a, a, a game up on the service here, which I think is going to be terrific. But let's talk a little bit about Tampa Aviation Association. This is something that actually is I'm, I'm a big believer in and is an advocate for aviation in the Hillsborough County and the Tampa Bay area. Uh, yeah, you know, our primary goal is to make relationships with the airport authorities and the local airports so that way if there's an issue happening in general aviation, we can try to address it up front before it gets any bigger than what it is. Tampa Bay Aviation Association also reaches out to the community, has lots of events, both for aviators and for the local community. Tell us a little bit about what's coming up. Well, we have a, uh, a aviation security uh, meeting coming up. We also have a standard arrow that's going to be doing an AI training uh, for APUs. Uh, we also have our annual uh, safety day and our annual golf event. And you can find all this stuff on our website going at, to mytbaa.org. MyTBAA.org. I think I'm still a member of that. I think it's a terrific organization. You are. You are. <laughs> one of the, and this is one of the things that you guys do at Outreach. I noticed you have a PCM hat on. Uh, you guys play many different roles. Your members of TBAA have many different roles and reach out to all sorts of parts of the community. What type of people become members of Tampa Bay Aviation Association? Well, we have commercial pilots. We have pilots who work for private uh, companies. We have uh, dispatchers, we have mechanics, uh, and aviation enthusiasts. And so we get together and we try to help the community out by volunteering such as today. And we appreciate that. But planes, trains, and automobiles, if you ever get a chance to come out here, it's really cool. They got the Boy Scouts out here. You can work on merit badges. They have radio-controlled airplanes. They have cars. They also have planes on display from the different FBOs. And, and it's just it's such a fun event. You can, can actually, I think last year they had some uh, fried Twinkies. <laughs> That's one of the things that I'm not going to have. <laughs> you know, one of the big things that this does, it gets the young kids involved in aviation, figuring out what's going on. As you know, we're having shortages throughout the aviation community and this is one way to introduce the kids into the aviation world and what's out available out there i can say by looking at all the faces around here there's a lot of really young folks that are out here and i am so excited about that it's also just people that are generally involved in the community out here i think that's terrific yes and, and you know it brings us together and so this is one of the great things <laughs> One thing, too, about Plant City is it's a location. It's a friendly area. It's right between Tampa and Orlando. It's If you're looking to move your airplane or go take some flying lessons, what a wonderful spot to be in. But with that said, we also love people to go fly over to Tampa Bay because there's so many cool things they can do. Yes, you know, we have five community airports in the area. So, you know, if you're not able to go to the Tampa International Airport, you've got uh, Plant City, you've got uh, Albert Witted, you've got a few others. So, you know, there's always somewhere to go and have a great time. 
The other thing, too, we have to remember, Plant City is also famous for its strawberry festival, which is awesome. I, I love the, the huge strawberry shortcake that they have. Sure, and then strawberry festival is just around the corner, right. so uh, come and enjoy it. And they can also fly in for the Strawberry Festival right here at Plant City Airport, can't they? Yes, sir, they can. Awesome. So looking forward, if you're looking at getting involved with the community, outreach, in aviation, also for youth getting into aviation, we're not just talking flying jobs. We're talking mechanics, uh, dispatchers, flight attendants, people that are actually managing airports, managing airlines. This is the place they can really become inspired. Oh, sure. And one of the nice things about the Tampa International Airport folks, they have an internship now, and they're working with Polk State College to bring interns, people that want to become aviation people, and showing them how to day-to-day operations are. Well, full disclosure, of course, I'm a coach of the Polk State flight team, and, and we love that plug for Polk State College. Well, is there anything else you want to tell us about Plant Cedar or Tampa Bay Aviation Association? Well, you know, we're a great community. We would love to have everybody come join us, either in our association or at events that we sponsor. All right. Dan Slapo, president of the Tampa Bay Aviation Association here, volunteering at Plant City Airport and helping reach out to the community. Hats off to you and also the other folks at Tampa Bay Aviation Association. Thanks for talking to us. You're welcome, Carl, and have a great day. Carl Valera reporting for Sun and Fun Radio right here on a beautiful day at Plant City Airport, 2019 planes, trains, and automobiles. Well, folks, this is Carl Valera with the Stuck Mike Avcast reporting for Sun and Fun Radio right here at Planes, Trains, and Automobiles 2019. I'm in front of uh, Super Patrol LS uh, with Chevy, who is actually the, the chief pilot, flew over from Ormond. It was, it was actually, uh, uh, it turned out to be a really beautiful day, didn't it, Chevy? Yeah, it did. Uh, it started out uh, kind of uh, iffy, but then uh, the, the clouds came up and we were able to make it. So the Super Patrol, what an awesome aircraft. We, we saw this last, I think, in, in Sebring, and uh, just a, an incredible design. So those people listening uh, right now, could you just explain what type of aircraft it is? It's a light sport biplane seaplane. Uh, we went with a biplane because we don't need flaps uh, cut down in the complexity, and also the lower wing keeps water out of the prop so you don't have any water erosion. And the person that's looking to get into this, as far as a uh, little bit of price point here, on a, uh, they're comparing it to other seaplanes that are out there in the light sport. Where, where do you fit in that market? Uh, we're uh, priced at 189000 and the new airplanes uh, for that price come with standard uh, Garmin G3X touch displays and uh, with uh, autopilot and powered headset plugs even. So we don't have a bare-bones airplane. As a salesman, I like being able to tell people that, you know, we're not going to nickel and dime you. Once you've paid $189,000, you get the whole plane, and uh, there's nothing else to buy. So there's other options out there that are in that price range. There's other options that are way above that price yes. range. So I think this, this is a great fit for folks that say even want to train in this. So there's a little bit difference here. This is actually an amphibious aircraft. Explain that to people that are new to seaplanes. Yeah, this is a, a light sport amphibian, so it has a manual landing gear, so you can land on a pavement, and then you put the landing gear up, and it's a boat, and you can land on the water. So this looks like a lot of fun. This is the kind of thing I'd want to take out to an island someday out in Tampa Bay. Uh, what's it, Practically, as far as usage, what type of seas are you looking at, about a foot or so? Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, about 10 inches, um, and if you start seeing white caps, you know, you can still land in an emergency, but you're not going to land for fun. You know, it's just going to be pretty bumpy. 
So this is a fun plane. You can take this over. Another important thing, we're here in Florida, right? There's a, a beautiful spot just to the east of here. It's called the Bahamas. Yeah. And we can actually fly over there, can't we, in, in a light sport? You can. Uh, you know, and since it's a single-engine airplane, uh, if you were flying, say, a Cirrus or something like that, you'd want to be at a really high altitude in case you lose an engine. This airplane, uh, you can be down, you know, enjoying the view because if you lose an engine, you're a boat. You can land in the water. And that's the water right below you. Also, it'd be nice. It'd be cool to do a little fishing out of this. Yeah, yeah. If you look at uh, the picture on our brochure, we actually have a picture of someone sitting on top of the wing fishing from it. Gotcha. So, uh, other technical aspects, the type of uh, engine you have in this is? It's the Rotax, Rotax 912, uh, fuel injected, burns four gallons per hour of auto fuel or av gas, and uh, it, it starts every time. Uh, in fact, I would never shut off the engine on the water uh, like I do with this airplane with anything you know, with, that came with an older engine like a Lycoming or a Continental because I'd be afraid I wouldn't be able to get it started again. <laughs> that, that's a, a testament right there. And as you can hear, we're right here, right by the runway, getting a lot of looks from a lot of the young aviators out there. Uh, the great thing about light sport, we were talking about this before, is it has become much more popular. And, and also, somebody who's looking at a seaplane is a great way to get into it compared to like a certified aircraft. Absolutely. And, and just to, to, to uh, let you know that it is actually certified so that it's not an experimental. If you want to give tours in it, you can do it. Um, and also, you can go to the Light Sport Repairman course. It's a 15-day course, and you can work on Light Sport airplanes. So it used to be the only reason why you wanted an experimental is if, if you wanted to build something or if you wanted to do your own maintenance. Well, with this airplane, you can, you can do that. Also, I guess the other point, maybe you fly IFR on an experimental? You, you, uh, I'm, I'm actually looking into that for a potential customer. They want to train in uh, this airplane as a technically advanced airplane. And to do that, you have to have an IFR certified GPS, which uh, we're looking into, uh, into putting one in there. You cannot fly IMC, but uh, uh, you can train IFR. So the, one of the more important things I'm trying to make there is that if you're getting one of these aircraft, there are some really advanced technologies and safety features. Yeah, like I said, uh, we're the new airplanes that we have rolling out off the uh, line now are coming with a Garmin G3X touch display, and it's just phenomenal. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, just a great piece of equipment. Love to see that in my old 182, but, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at this thing saying, gosh, this is so advanced. Well, Chevy, how do you like flying it? Oh, I love it. Uh, I've got more hours in uh, the Subaru Trail here in the States than anyone else. I've got over almost 600 hours in the, just the two years, uh, three years I've been with the company. Um, it, it, it actually is a comfortable airplane to take cross-country. You get above the clouds, you put on the autopilot, and uh, you know I've delivered them to Vegas. I go up to Oshkosh every year. Uh, it's not an uncomfortable airplane to take cross-country. So for those people listening on liveatc.net slash SNF, how can they find out more if they're not here today? Go to uh, superpatrelusa.com, and uh, you, can, you can also go to our Facebook page, Super Patrol USA, and uh, there's plenty of videos and plenty of information, and uh, if they want to come take a test flight, come on over to Ormond Beach, and we'll take them up, and uh, they won't be able to wipe the smile off their face. <laughs> I can imagine. Can't wait to get in there and try it. Also, where else will you be throughout the year? Maybe if somebody's in a certain area wants to take a test flight. Yeah, we're going to be uh, at Sun and Fun. We're going to have the demo airplane here at Plant City, uh, and then also we'll be up at Oshkosh. Okay, terrific. We can't wait to see you there. Anything else you want to tell us about the aircraft and about Super Patrol? It's just pure fun. Come fly one. <laughs> pure fun. Come fly. I really, I really appreciate your speaking with us today, and it does look like a blast. I can't wait to, to get in the aircraft and, and fly with you sometimes, Chevy. Yeah, so thanks so much. You bet.
Carl Valeri reporting for Sun and Fun Radio right here at Planes, Trains, and Automobiles 2019. Well, folks, this is Carl Valeri with the Sun and Fun Radio here at the 2019 Planes, Trains, and Automobiles in Plant City, Florida. Love Plant City, friendly airport. The folks here, I tell you what, the folks at the FBO are wonderful. And I'm here with Derek. Derek actually is the person, I guess, pretty soon, March 1st, will be running the new FBO. Hey, Derek, welcome. Hi there, Carl, and uh, welcome to Plant City. Glad to see you back here again. I've actually known Carl for a while. Uh, we're pretty proud to be in Plant City. We've been over at Peter and Knight in Tampa uh, for about 15 years now, and we our official start over here is on March 1st, and we've got a nice long-term lease both here and at Peter and Knight, and we're super excited to spread our, our business model over here to Plant City. Well, yeah, full disclosure, I guess, I used to be a tenant of uh, Atlas Aviation over there uh, in Tampa, Peter O'Knight Airport, one of the coolest, we should should shout out there, one of the coolest airports out there, you're right on the water, right downtown, I uh, used to be a flight instructor there, absolutely loved it, I do miss it now that I'm over in Lakeland, but it's not that far, is it? It's not that far, and I've made that, I've lived in Lakeland myself, so uh, I've, I've been around this area for a long time, I've done the commute uh, actually from the Lakeland side to Tampa for the first two years that we were over at Peter O'Knight, and now I guess I'm kind of in the middle, so I I'm fortunate that I live kind of in between Peter and Knight and Plant City, so it's very convenient for me. And uh, I frankly would rather live closer to one because I'd rather fly back and forth instead of driving. I like that idea. Hey, let's talk about what you're going to be doing here at Plant City. Uh, what's what's going to change? Uh, what's not going to change? Uh, and what can Atlas Aviation bring to Plant City Airport? Well, a few things that aren't going to change. You know, we understand that this is a different market and a different community than than South Tampa. So we're going to keep it that way. We want it to still stay this, you know, kind of downtown homey feel uh, that we have here in Plant City. We're going to keep that. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to bring it up to the professional standard that we've created over there. Uh, my background was kind of in jet FBOs, and I wanted to bring that sort of mentality down to the smaller sized airport and smaller sized airplanes. And we've had a very, very successful run doing that at Peter O'Knight. And we're going to bring that same thing over here to Plant City. Great FBO, great service, always has been. Uh, how about for those folks that are looking to get some flight training? Hey, you want to learn to fly? Come to Atlas. What aircraft do you have available? It's one of the things that's been a little more exciting for us uh, overall. We have a very, very successful flight school over there. We have nine airplanes, very, very modern fleet, lots of glass cockpit airplanes. And we were a little bit nervous about that business model in Plant City. We were told that it was also different over here. Has not been what we found here so far at all. The, the demand has been incredible. The reaction's been incredible. We have two airplanes over here now. We've got a, a 2010 Skycatcher, and then we have a 2005 Cessna 172 over here behind me. Uh, both are upgraded with nice, nice avionics. We've got ADS-B, so you've got traffic and weather and so forth. We already are starting to think we've got a problem that we're going to need more aircraft over here. So uh, we're, we're pretty excited about that. It's a great problem to have. We can't wait to see that brought here. How about folks that want to get some advanced rating, their instrument rating? Do you have any type of simulators that they can use? We have a simulator over in Tampa. We'll, we'll weigh that for over here. We also have advanced aircraft over there. We have a tractable gear airplane. We have a, a Cirrus SR-22 when you want to go the full way. Uh, we've got a Cessna 182 that's a glass cockpit. So we've got the full range of complicated airplanes, faster airplanes, air-conditioned airplanes. Uh, we've got a nice, nice assortment over there. For those people that are listening on liveatc.net slash SNF, how can they find out more about Atlas Aviation if they're either flying out from another area or looking to have flight lessons at Atlas? Sure. We have a great website, atlasaviation.com. We also have a, a pretty tremendous uh, social media experience. Uh, our Atlas Aviation Facebook page is super popular. Lots of followers on there. That's a, that, that's a T6 with one of our employees on it right now, so uh, he's having a better time than we are. Uh, but yeah, so atlasaviation.com is the website, and then find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we're also on their Instagram. Uh, we do all that stuff, and we stay pretty frequent on social media. So. Well, we can't wait to have you out here. Anything else about Atlas Aviation you want us to know? 
just come out and meet us. We're, we're, we're people people. Uh, we fly. We all fly ourselves. I'm surrounded by, by pilots that are employed by me right now. I fly myself. Uh, so we like to sit around and talk about airplanes anytime. I tell you, Plant City has always been that friendly little airport. Atlas Aviation has always been that friendly FBO, and we can't wait to have you here. And we're excited about you up in the game here as far as customer service. Sounds great. We're, 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 it's hard to say we're looking forward to it because we're standing here right now, but we're looking forward to our official start next Friday. <laughs> Terrific. Well, this is Carl Valeri reporting for Sun and Fun Radio here at 2019 Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Well, this is Carl Valeri with Sun and Fun Radio reporting here at Planes, Trains, and Automobiles 2019. And we're here with Dennis Long with uh, Aeroprac. Hey, welcome. Dennis Long with Aeroprac USA. Awesome. Well, we're sitting in front of this really cool high-wing orange aircraft, and it is in the light sport category. If you heard us from Sebring a few weeks ago, we talked to a lot of folks. Unfortunately, we had to leave before we got to talk to you folks. I'm so happy that I met you here. Oh, thank you very much. So the light sport category has really been strong. It, they're a lot of fun. They're economical. So tell us a little bit about this airplane and why you got involved with light sport. Well, I got involved with light sport because I was flying ultralights and just wanted to go farther and faster. And then I bought one and flew it a little bit and fell in love with the Aeropract and talked to the factory people. And they were ready to come up with a new importer dealer here in the United States. So I took over about three years ago now, going on four. And the, the airplanes are just such wonderful airplanes. It's such a great wing. Stall speed. Now, this is the new A32. It's a, re, a fine refinement of the 22 that we've had for years. But this airplane now, fully loaded with every option in the book, is uh, about 135,000. But cruises 135 miles an hour but, and stalls at 30 miles an hour. So it's a real broad, broad speed range. Uh, two big guys fit. Cabin's 48 inches wide. A uh, little skinnier than the 22, and overall, with the same equipment, the A22 with the same per, uh, performance of about 105 miles an hour cruise, it's about 20,000 less if they're equipped the same. But when you look at the personal flying in the future, it's going to be light sport. You know, when you can take an airplane and go put car gas in it from your local gas station and fly, you know, five or 600 miles on a tank of fuel. Uh, examples: I just flew to Arizona and back. And one of the legs I flew from Central Texas all the way to Defuniac Springs on one tank of fuel. Now we had a tailwind. <laughs> it helped, but it was just such a nice, comfortable, easy flying airplanes. So you talk about costs, and it's not just gas. No, it's other things too. It is maintenance. It is new technology engines that actually run for the whole life of the the engine in the airplane without coming apart. It's very rare to have one of the Rotax engines ever be taken apart for anything. It happens, but it's very rare that there's ever anything internal goes wrong. One thing that I've really been impressed with all these, the light sport, is the avionics. I mean, there's a wide range. I haven't looked inside this right now, what you have inside, so you can tell us a little bit what you have. But what options are there for some of those advanced avionics? Well, you, uh, my factory will build them however customer wants them. We start with round gauges, which is the old style round gauges. And on the A22, which is the lower priced airplane, 70% of the people buy the round gauges and use a tablet. They have tablet for navigation now, and that's their airplane. And then if you want to go up to glass panel with navigation, autopilot, everything built in, it's all there. This one has the Dynon HDX, full navigation, autopilot, radio, transponder, autopilots all run on the glass panel, just like a lot of your new cars have everything on the panels now and um, parachute, full frame parachute for safety. 
is an option. It's not required. Uh, I don't make people get them. It's just economical. Now, oil changes are about $40 to make an oil change, and you only change it every 50 to 100 hours, depending on the type of fuel you're using. So it's really economical in that way, and there is a lot of owner maintenance you can do, just like a Cessna. You can do your own tires, brakes, oil change. There's things you can do. Uh, major once a year annual items still have to be done by somebody qualified to do that annual inspection. So if somebody's interested in this aircraft, and I know they, you know, we're on the radio, they want to see it, where can they find you on the internet? They can find me at aeropractusa.com and uh, my email is aeropract.usa at gmail.com. Awesome. And one of the things that I love about all light sport, we were talking about this in the last episode about over the past seven years, how things have changed. Uh, people are wondering if this is ever really going to be something that becomes popular. It sure has. It's taken, it's now up to 30% of light plane sales and it's going to be like Europe within 20 years. It's going to be 80%. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, in Europe, it is just going gangbusters and a lot of has to do certification it has to do also with cost and, and, it, and they're just fun. Yes, it is. That's what puts fun back in flying. So besides being here in the future, where could they find one of these to take a look at? Well, just get a hold of me on the Internet. I have customers all around the country, but I'm based out of a small town in Somerville, Tennessee, right near Memphis. But I get to all the big shows, and I fly all over the country showing the plane, smaller shows, things like that. So best way is just get a hold of me at uh, aeropractusa.com, and from there, my phone number, email, everything's on the website. We can't wait to see you at future air shows and Dennis Long with AeropractUSA.com. Great airplane. If you want to have fun at a really reduced cost, this is the way to go. Carl Valeri with Sun and Fun Radio right here. 2019 planes, trains, and automobiles. Well, folks, this is Carl Valeri with Sun and Fun Radio here at 2019 planes, trains, and automobiles. I'm here with Bill Dunkley, who's actually with AirborneMinistries.org, AirborneMinistries.org. And uh, out in the flight line here, there's some really cool airplanes, really uh, cool cool cars. There's a lot of trains they brought in for model trains, etc. But my favorite, of course, is the airplanes because I love to fly. Hey, Bill, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Good to be here. Did you see our low pass when we got in? I sure did, and uh, that wing up was awesome. What does it say on the, on the bottom of the uh, aircraft? Jesus saves. <laughs> and I think that has to go along with the airborneministries.org. Before we talk about the organization, let's talk a little bit about the airplane and what we're, for those that are listening, what are we standing in front of right now? We're standing in front of a 1989 Velocity, one of the original designs, and it was donated to our mission in 2012, unfinished. They rebuilt it in in 01 with a new engine wing, canard, put the big 540 in it, new panel, and then they were afraid to fly it because it had so much horsepower. So they donated it to our mission, we finished it up, and we've been flying it since 12, about mid-12. We, we did a fair bit of work to get it up to speed, do all the fly-offs that the FA requires. It's been great for air shows. Everybody loves to see it fly by. Yeah, I love watching it. Tell us a little bit about how it handles and the speeds, etc. It's uh, very very fast for what it is. It's the smallest velocity made, the original design with a 300 horsepower. It'll do about 200 miles an hour. I've made some STOL modifications to it, bigger tires and leading edge cuffs of my own design that slowed it down about 20 miles an hour so I can get in and out of, of short rough strips. Under a thousand feet I can get in and out, drop my stall speed down. It's a four place airplane. We use it for air shows. Everyone loves to see it because it's so unique. 
It is quite unique. I, I love watching you guys land. You came in here. It's a, a pusher prop. Uh, it looks like something from outer space. I know one of the kids has, had said earlier, and, and it truly looks like a lot of fun to fly. Uh, you had said that the person was uh, a little reticent to fly because of the speeds, etc. Uh, for somebody who's new to aviation, is this something that they would get into? Oh, yeah. It's a very popular airplane. It's just different. With the engine in the back, the elevator in the front, it, it requires some flight training. I highly recommend a factory training and a factory flight. They do demo flights in Sebastian. It's a fantastic airplane, very, very safe. The canard stalls first. If it does stall, and it will just porpoise. It's an extremely safe, very maneuverable airplane. Been around a long, long time. Hundreds of them flying. Great airplane. So I guess you can go to uh, different websites like Buy Dan Johnson, but Velocity also has a uh, website? Velocity has a website, and they're right here in Sebastian. Right in Sebastian, Florida. Also, uh, you said that someone had given you this airplane. Uh, that means you're probably with a 501c3. So what is your mission at Airborne Ministries? Airborne Ministries, what we do, we focus on film evangelism with the Jesus Film from Campus Crusade. We build a video projection system. We have 75 of them around the world, all over the place, doing church planning and evangelism. The Jesus Film is the Gospel of Luke. It's a two-hour film. We focus on remote villages where they don't have access to the gospel. And that's what our ministry does. We put together a Jesus film package, we donate it, we equip national pastors around the world for church planning and evangelism. We've helped start many, many churches around the world. So this is a, a non-denominational Christian organization? That's correct. All of our staff volunteer, none of us are paid. We all contribute to the ministry. We've been doing this since 1988, long time. Wow. Campus Crusade has been around for quite some time. And they're a fantastic mission. We've, they've helped us tremendously. We get all of our Jesus films, all the languages from them. They do a fantastic job in providing the languages. There's, it's like 1,500 languages. And it's great for remote villages where they don't have movies they've never seen. For example, imagine your children never seeing themselves on video. You go to these remote villages of five to 700 people, you video them during the day, say, come to the park, see yourselves live on video, you set up your equipment, you show them for the first time in their lives they're seeing themselves in color, live video, they're happy to see anything you have to show, you push the Jesus film, you push the icon, show the Jesus film, you've got a church planted in one night, one of the new believers will open their home, you have a church planted in one night for a hundred bucks. So you said remote villages, that means it's, it's not in the United States? No, no, we're all over the world. The Jesus film was produced in the late 70s, early 80s, it's, it's very slow. It never really was a hit in the U.S., but it's fantastic in remote areas where folks have never seen a movie. They have never seen anything. No pictures, no video. It's not so fast that you would lose them. If we showed a Tom Cruise movie, for example, in a remote village, they'd be, what was that? But they, they actually believe many of these villagers, they've never seen a movie before, they believe that really is Jesus when it's just an actor. But the Jesus film is the Gospel of Luke, almost word for word. It's powerful. Two hours, it's powerful. Well, that's awesome that you do this, and uh, all these folks are volunteers, and I know that you look to raise funds uh, to be able to send people throughout the world and also in the United States. How would they be able to give to this ministry? Right on our website, airboardministries.org. On every page, there's a, there's a link for PayPal, or you can use a credit card for PayPal. Awesome. You know, we're, we're here at an airport. We love airport, airplane noise, and obviously we got a little car noise behind us, so they're getting ready to take off here, and that's, that's terrific. But airborneministries.org is where you can find your information and the information about this ministry. 
great airplane. I really appreciate you talking to us. Anything else you want to tell us about the ministry? Thank you for allowing us to come. Awesome. We love having you here. Again, Carl Valeri with Stuck Mike Avcast reporting for Sun of Fun Radio right here at Planes, Trains, Automobiles 2019. And listen to that noise. Well, folks, this is Carl Valeri with Sun and Fun Radio right here at Planes, Trains, and Automobiles 2019. I'm standing in front of this beautiful airplane with John Rising. John's a air show pilot, airline pilot, and uh, actually a friend of the podcast. Hey, John, welcome. Thanks for having me, Carl. Hey, you know, it, it's radio, so explain to us, what are we standing in front of this beautiful aircraft? This is a North American T-6 trainer. It's actually not an AT-6 because this is one of the ones that was rebuilt after the war, and they renamed and they took the AOA and just called them T-6. It's a T-6G. Still a Texan, still has the same characteristics as all the other Texans. It's got a few upgrades like a P-51 tail wheel and high roll wings and things like that, but or high roll add-ons, but... Uh, it's a great airplane, great to fly. Uh, if you've never flown in one, I recommend it. It's uh, definitely uh, uh, it's every, it's, a, it's a fighter and everything but the airspeed indicator, as we like to say. <laughs> well, John, this aircraft is yours, and you've helped restore it, and it's, it's you did a beautiful job, that's for sure. It's one of those planes you want to take a picture next to. Do you know the history behind this specific aircraft? The only uh, information we have on it that's uh, of consequence is it actually flew in Bartow from uh, 50 to or 49 to 51 it actually has history as a uh, aircraft based at Bartow as uh, with the National Guard which I believe Bartow was mostly P-51s mm-hmm. but they use this airplane there as well awesome yeah primary training and you know one of the things that's really interesting is that you get around to all these air shows and someone who's really passionate about aviation here we are an aviation event there's lots of folks out there that say there's no way I could ever fly one of these well you know you started somewhere you started with no time I started with we all started with no time you can't get you, you just don't it's well, I stole a car once from my parents when I was a kid that's the first time I ever drove a car you have to start somewhere and no I didn't get in an accident and by the way they don't know about it so don't bring this up yeah. But yeah, you everybody who flies, you have to start somewhere. You got to take one step, and that step is to go out and learn to fly. And you'll start with one flight, and then you'll have ten, then you'll have a hundred, then you'll have a thousand. But this doesn't happen overnight. It's a commitment. And in any flying, if somebody's interested in getting into flying as a private pilot, an instrument pilot, or wants to get work into warbirds, you can do it. It just takes training, takes practice, and perseverance. It does. It takes. Uh, we always say there's three things in aviation that will help you get a job or help you get get to where you want to be. And of course, it's who you know. It's the right place at the right time. It's luck. But you you can make your own luck by having the time necessary, by flying a lot, getting the experience, cross training, getting airplane experience in other airplanes. And if you're like a lot of us, you hang around you hung around airports for a long time. You get to know people. Uh, it's it's like anything else that you do. If you have a passion for it you'll figure out how to get paid for it. Well, John, let's talk about this airplane and air shows. I notice you're you're around the circuit. You're always out there flying, and, and that, it's really cool that you're passionate about it. You've been doing it for a few years. Do you still love flying? I, I do, absolutely. I live on an airport community, and as you know, I fly for a living. Now, when I come home, if it's a nice day, the first thing I do is get into another little airplane and go fly. So it really is something that, you know, I've got a little magnet on my refrigerator at home that says if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your in your life. And it, it is very true. I, I'm very fortunate, as you are, we get to fly for a living, and we get to fly for fun. And if you love what you do, and I mean, 
you know, it'd be like someone who had a job as a landscaper who also went home and landscaped his house every night. It's not the same. This is something you, you develop a passion for. It. And of course, I know landscapers that fly. So I think that that's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, for, it's something for everybody. And if you have a passion for it, uh, it just doesn't feel like work. Well, John, you've been out in the air show circuit. We're next going to see you, I think, at Sun and Fun. Is that what's up next? Um, and uh, if is there any way they can follow where you're going? Because this, this is a beautiful aircraft. Well, since it's uh, it's privately owned and I just go to different air shows, uh, a lot of times we do formation flyovers depending on the air show. Sometimes it's a static fly-in like this. We came down for lunch. Um, there's uh, It's Sun and Fun. We have a group called the Coconut Flyers, and we're on the northwest corner of the Antiques and Classics field. You can't miss it. Just miss us. There's going to be several steermans there, and we've got uh, the pop-up tents. You can sit in the shade, come see us. We've got water and such. Uh, we're considered vendors for Sun and Fun, but really we're sort of an unofficial um, hospitality suite for the Antiques and Classics. But by all means, come see us. Uh, there's, gonna, there's always people around to ask questions of. There's uh, no, never any shortage of fun. And typically, there's so many air shows and so many people that fly in and around air shows that, you know, where I'm going next, I, you know, I don't know. Right now, there's nothing on the schedule other than sun and fun. And, of course, in Florida in the summer, they kind of taper off. In the fall, every weekend, I'm somewhere, whether it's Stewart or Punta Gorda. You know, there's just always air shows uh, all, all fall in Florida. Well, that's awesome. How about this one here? Planes, trains, and automobiles in Plant City. I've been coming to this for years. I absolutely love this. I'll tell you why. The little kids, they're just a blast. Well, and that's where aviation and the perpetuation for you and I to keep people in aviation, you got to start with with the kids because if the kids have a passion for it like I did and like I'm sure you did, when they hear an airplane, they look up. Some of their friends don't. Some of their friends will see a car go by and they stop what they're doing to look at it because they're car guys. And uh, if you're like me, every time I hear an airplane, I look up now even. And if you if, if some kid has a passion now, there's a good chance at some point in the future he will turn that into either a hobby flying or a career flying. And of course, as you know, there's a big shortage of airline pilots coming up right now. I mean, huge. So the more people we can get involved in our hobby, the better it's going to be for the hobby in the long run. Well, I love that you said that, the hobby. And I'm, I'm so glad I'm going to start saying that for now on because it truly is a hobby, even for those of us that, that do fly. And the one thing that's cool, John, is that you do give back to the community. And uh, just a hats off to you, by the way, because I coach the Polk State flight team. Uh, we really appreciate uh, your donation to the flight team. Uh, it, was, it was my pleasure. Uh, you know, I, I pay it forward because I had a lot of people help me early on in my career. And I will be the first one to say that, you know, I had very little to do with where I am now. And there was an awful lot of people along the way that helped me, got me in positions that I need to be in, got me a check out at an airplane, needed a co-pilot for something. I, I couldn't have done it without all those people. So my, my passion, I try to pass it on and I pay it forward whenever I can. And I certainly hope that everybody else in our hobby really does the same. Well said, John. This is John Rising right here, playing trains and automobiles. And I'm Carl Valeri for Sun and Fun Radio reporting 2019 event. We can't wait to see you again in the next air show. We're looking forward to it, Carl. Thanks. Again, you can listen to us on liveatc.net slash SNF. Carl Valeri with Sun and Fun Radio right here, playing trains, automobiles 2019. Well, folks, this is Carl Valeri with Sun and Fun Radio here at Planes, Trains, and Automobiles 2019. I'm here with Rochelle Floyd, who's uh, aerospace uh, education director for the Aerospace Center of Excellence. Hey, Rochelle, welcome. Hi, thank you. Hey, listen, a lot of folks out here do not know all the different things that Sun and Fun does. They think it's a big air show, but boy, do they do so much more. So what is the Aerospace Center of Excellence? 
So yes, we do have a big air show. Um, Sun and Fun is what a lot of us, a lot of people know us for. But the Aerospace Center for Excellence is our year-round educational programs. So the fly-in actually supports what we do all year round. So that's all kinds of educational programs on our campus as well as in the community and at local schools. So give us an example of one of those type of opportunities there be for education or one of those events. Well, we do have an event similar to the Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Um, ours is hosted in October, so uh, look for that date coming up soon. And uh, we do a lot of programs for teachers. Um, I'm out at schools daily. Um, I, we have a portable planetarium. We have summer camps. So it's pretty much endless of what we're doing out there. Well, time out. You said you have a portable planetarium. You bought that with you today, didn't you? I sure did. And it is very popular out there. There's a line to get in it. It's crazy. So only not only the planetarium, you also have a simulator. And another really cool thing that you're helping out with over there is this thing called the Young Eagles program. And we haven't had an opportunity to speak with anybody about the Young Eagles and what they do. So maybe you could explain a little bit about that. What, what are these flights that they're doing for the kids? Well, a Young Eagles flight is a flight that introduces the youth to aviation. So we're out there. I've done about four or five flights now, and we're just getting the kids in aircraft, telling them about it, talking to them, letting them talk on the radio, giving them controls a little bit. I'm just trying to introduce aerospace to the students. Well, that's cool. It's also in the uh, Sun and Fun 182, is that right? I am in the Sun and Fun 182, yes. And you are a pilot yourself, and uh, you're a very active pilot. I think I saw on, the, uh, on Facebook that you actually took an airplane to a meeting the other day. I did, yes. Uh, forgive me, but if I'm able to take a plane to a meeting, that's the best way to get there. <laughs> well, I, I can't agree more. We're actually sitting inside during this event, but this has actually been such a wonderful event. So many young people come out to this, and I think that's terrific. It's best event they've had ever and I really am excited to see them congregating around your tent next to your tent there's something else there maybe you could talk a little bit about that and that's uh, Central Florida Aerospace Academy and the Lakeland Aero Club yes so they are out there they've got the booth that and there's um, Piper Cub out there and they are actually marshalling all of the aircraft the students are so they're out there helping us. We're all volunteering. We're here to support the planes, trains, and automobiles. Um, Central Florida Aerospace Academy is the high school that is on our campus over there at the Sun and Fun Expo campus. So all these things are right there on the campus at Sun and Fun. You have the Central Florida Aerospace Academy High School, and you'll have the Lakeland Aero Club. This Lakeland Aero Club, though, is a, a little bit different than most aero clubs. Maybe you can explain that. So the Lakeland Aero Club is the largest high school aviation club in the world. So they have over 60 members right now. This is a club where the students go over after school. They're building aircraft. They're refurbishing aircraft. They're flying aircraft. They've got a grass runway right, right outside their hangar. So it's very active in the afternoons, and the students love it. So the students can learn how to fly. Do they also uh, learn how to maintain the aircraft? Oh, absolutely. Right now they have a student who's 17 years old that's leading the project of them building a motor glider. So they're doing all kinds of maintenance and builds and it, just anything that you can imagine. They've got a full motion Redbird simulator over there, so they're doing training in that as well as their Piper Cubs that they've got. So one of the things we love to do is inspire the, the future of aviation through the youth programs and through all these other events that we have. But a lot of times people don't realize it's not just the pilots. Uh, there's mechanics. There's flight attendants. There's managers. There's 
all different jobs in aviation. And that's something I think that you folks promote also. Oh, absolutely. And actually, the young man that I just flew in the Young Eagles flight, I said, so do you want to be a pilot when you grow up? And he says, no, I want to be an engineer. So it's about all of those different aspects in aviation. So you've got the air traffic controllers, like you said, you know, the engineers, the pilots, mechanics. So there's, there's unlimited career choices in aerospace. So people are listening to this on the internet right now, liveatc.net slash SNF, and they want to find out more about this, about the Aerospace Center for Excellence, all the different programs that they can get involved with or maybe they can help support financially. How are they going to find out about that? Our website is www.flysnf.org, and that's flysnf, as in sun and fun, dot org. And all of the information is on there. Right now our homepage is the fly-in because that's going to be coming up pretty quick. Yeah, we're pretty excited about that, and uh, it's really cool watching the planes take off and land here. It's just a, a small taste of what's going to happen soon at Sun and Fun. Also, another thing that's being sponsored uh, at uh, the uh, Sun and Fun campus, of course, is the regional college flight team event that's coming up, the Region 9. And we're really excited about that. Of course, I help coach the team over at Polk State College. We really appreciate what you're doing there. Other than those events, what else happens during the year? Give us maybe some other items, some real specifics. Well, we're a very busy campus, other than just aerospace things. Right now, there's AutoFest over there. So there's the car auction, the car show. Um, a couple weeks ago, we had the dog show. Uh, PickFest was there. So we've always got something going on on campus. It's a pretty cool place to come check out. So it's not just coming in, it's going out and supporting the community. I think that's important to get across, is that you will help teachers especially, because that's what you're into and that's that's your background. I think it's awesome that you do this. If I'm a teacher, if there is a teacher out there that wants to know more about aviation, wants to know more about how they can support aviation and teach and, and add more to their programs, what would they do? They can contact me anytime. There's also all kinds of events on our website, but we have an email address at educate at flysnf.org. And if anyone wanted to email me, I can send them all kinds of information about what we can do at their school, how we can help the teachers. Uh, we, we do a lot of events where we try to help teachers incorporate aerospace concepts into their existing curriculum because it's all about the STEM subjects. So uh, you can easily relate aerospace to any of the science, math, engineering technology. Yes, I, I agree, and I think it's great that we're starting at this age because that's where people get interested. You know, Rochelle, is there anything else you want to tell us about the Aerospace Center for Excellence before we close? Um, come out and see us. Um, the museum is always open from 10 to 4. Um, so with there, like I said, there's always something going on out there. Awesome. I forgot to mention about the museum. There's this really cool museum out there. Uh, lots of different history uh, here locally in, in Florida and also throughout the United States. Speaking with Rochelle Floyd, uh, Education Director over at the Aerospace Center for Excellence at Sun and Fun. And it's been it's terrific what you've done over the years and have really brought this, this program forward. And we can't wait to see uh, what you're going to do in the future. Thank you, Carl. It's been fun. Well, Carl Valeri with... Sun and Fun Radio, right here at 2019, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, speaking with Rochelle Floyd, Aerospace Education Director over at Aerospace Center for Excellence. Thanks so much again. Thank you. You've been listening to the Stuck Mike Abcast. 
Members of the Stock Mike Avcast may receive compensation for products or services mentioned during the podcast. Compensation may be received in the form of, but not limited to, referral commissions, free products, or service trials. Our opinions and views are never influenced by any compensation, and you should always perform your own due diligence before purchasing any products or services mentioned during the show. The Stuck Mike Avcast is an aviation podcast and a Valeri Aviation Corporation production.